I really want to caffeinate myself and others and support small businesses, but without having to put pants on. I wish there was a way to do that. I know. I'll ask Reflexa. Reflexa, what can I do to caffeinate myself along with others and support small businesses without putting on pants? Here is a targeted ad based on my constant surveillance of your thoughts and actions. Wait, what? Are you looking for a way to caffeinate yourself and others and support small business without having to put on pants? Well, then head on over to DeadlyGroundsCoffee.com. Deadly Grounds Coffee has smooth, rich flavors to satisfy the cravings of everyone on your list. From traditional flavors like pumpkin spice and French roast to more daring flavors like Hell's Fury, Highland Zombie Grog, Day of the Dead Roast, and Witch's Brew. And now, for a very limited time, you can try Butch Patrick's Dragula Dark Roast. Butch Patrick is known around the world for his role as TV's Eddie Munster. And when we deadly grounded him at a horror convention, he became such a big fan of our coffee that he hand-selected one of the roasts to make his very own. With most of the conventions on hold, Butch made available a limited supply of his Dragula Dark Roast, named after one of the coolest cars in television history. Personally autographed for our Deadly Grounds coffee fans. It's a delicious roast, silky smooth with a sweet finish. Perfect for any time of day and great for the coffee and Butch fans on your holiday shopping list. This is only available while our limited supply lasts, so hurry and get yours today. This holiday season, it's time to get a little deadly. Go on, you deserve it. Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Case, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Spark interest right now. Hey, welcome to It's Go Time with Jay and James. I am James. And I am Jay. Hello. Hello, everybody. So there we have a strict hard out at two o'clock today recording. So if we, we're gonna do our best to hit that. 
Um, also, if you guys like the rambling Jay at the end of the last episode, that I left that in in its entirety because it was fantastic because he talked about sport cards and random other things that are his mind. I had the run. I had an angry customer I had to deal with. And when a manager calls, I kind of got to answer the phone. So, but, uh, but with Jay, he has strict instructions. We cannot talk Celtics today as our last, our last show. We had other things to talk about. Um, and we got about eight seconds into the free agency of the NFL. Um, and I want to do a little bit more NFL talk. Um, we're supposed to be doing major league baseball today. I hope Jay got ready for his standings and playoffs and all that fun stuff. Like if he remembered that was the part of the show. Yeah. All right. That's going to be a good show. I, I, I looked, but I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't you matter. It's baseball. Buddy. It's all... baseball. You got to care at all four sports. I'm going no, into no, base, I don't. basketball. No, I don't. I'm, I don't, I don't have knowledge. to care about that. I don't have to care about that, James. Not me. Not, 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 it, says, it says Jay right on my podcast. Not, Jay does not give a shit about hockey or baseball. It says right <laughs> well, on my podcast. I shouldn't give a shit about basketball, but at least I'm trying. I am trying. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's evident that you don't give a shit about basketball. I, I've been listening to you for 30 shows. <laughs> Hey, but you know what? At least I, 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 I add to the conversation. It's not like I don't want to talk about it. Uh, I Felger and Maz. I think Felger and Maz maybe add more to it. I don't know. It's just regurgitation of sports media. Hey, you know what? Go That's ahead. fine by me. Hey, you know what? It brings to our eight listeners we have a week, all right? <laughs> those those uh, long-lasting listeners, thank you very much. They must love basketball. They must love basketball and football, I guess. Or they're all your in law, all your all your family. <laughs> Could be, which they don't care about sports at all. <laughs> exactly, they're support of the podcast, or it's those random like Russian bots who listen to the show. So could be, could be, and they're just trying to get intel on on what's going on in in uh, New York, yeah, state York and, and, and Massachusetts. So, so with that, like I said, we're we're gonna, we're going to kind of jump a little bit deeper into the free agency market of the NFL that we kind of abruptly stopped talking about last week. Um, since our last show, a huge shakeup in the draft, um, which I think is very telling to what the future of the, the NFL carousel is going to be, the QB carousel. Uh, for those who don't know, quarter, uh, San Francisco traded up to the number three spot with Miami. They traded this year's first, next year's first, and the year after's first, and a conditional third. That's telling you one thing. They're going after a quarterback. If you're draft, you're, you're you're trading away three first round picks. You're going after a quarterback. So mm-hmm. what does that mean for Jimmy G? And what does that mean for Jimmy G coming to New England? I don't know. I I hope that's not the case. Why would you want Jimmy G on our team? I don't know. It seems like you know Belichick had the guy. Um, <laughs> you know that. Yeah, but, you know, then, but then he went, got paid, and I don't know. It was pretty lackluster. He did go to the Super Bowl. The San Francisco 49ers went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, yeah. But like I said, he's still, I mean, I still don't blame, again, Kyle Shanahan can't manage a clock in the last four, in the fourth quarter of any Super Bowl he's ever been in. So, again, <laughs> I don't, I don't his, blame it, His Super Bowl record's pretty, pretty piss poor. Run the ball. Run the ball, Kyle. <laughs> Run it. Um, because San Francisco should have won that Super Bowl. I don't care what anybody said. That that they had they, all they had to do was just hold on to the ball and run, you know, run the clock out. That sounds familiar, like another Super Bowl. Hmm. Because you know, yesterday was three twenty eight, and that just brings up happy memories for all mm. the fans. Um. But like I said, I mean, do do you think that his time in San Francisco goes up? Do you think that you're just you know that he, you know that he's just 
you know, what, what, what do you think where, you know, where, what the future is for him and San Francisco? Because like I said, that division with Los Angeles getting better, hopefully with Stafford, the Cardinals getting better with some of the, 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 the pickups they've made. Larry Fitzgerald's a free fucking agent, which is surprising. He hasn't resigned with the Cardinals. You're like the NFC West is going to be, you know, hopefully worth someone paying attention to it. That's still the Rams division to lose. Oh, yeah, right. Is that what you're I talking? Think Seahawks. Nah. Seahawks won the division last year. Yeah, but I st- they had a huge upgrade. The Rams did with their QB situation. So uh, I still think it's their division to lose without seeing a game played yet. You know, on paper, sure. Um, but as far as what San Francisco is doing, maybe I'm not looking at Jimmy G's contract right in front of me. Obviously. Is he still under it for the next year? Like he'd have to yeah, do some kind of trade. Has, he has a no trade clause. Uh, and I believe he has two years left. And in, in, uh, um, now that last option, is that a player option, team option, or I don't think, I don't think it's an option. I think he just has a full contract. I think when his contract's up, his contract's up. He's a free agent. So, um, Jimmy Garoppolo contract. I guess with all that said, you, 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 you take a look into that. So in my, opinion at the if depending on the contract situation jimmy g would probably stay they're probably going to draft a young qb bring him in and it's what it's going to really do is shake up all how everyone's draft boards are going to look because now san francisco is probably opting for a qb at the top three spot who's going to be available at what point because now is it going to be lawrence Number two to the Jets, God knows what that will be. And number three, another QB that early, like Zach Wilson or Zach Wilson going two to the Jets. And then there's going to be another QB off the board in the third, which is just going to shake everything out. And, you know, as as a Pats fan, you're kind of like, oh, shit. Like, it just kind of cuts it up even another person now in the mix of getting a QB where you're hoping for that, right? Everyone's kind of hoping for that up in New England. So I guess that's the only cascading thing that will happen i mean again san francisco even with jimmy g at the helm or even a young quarterback uh, i don't think it's their division to win uh because they're they you know they had they were injury ridden this year but uh um i don't know if they're gonna come back and be that team they were two years ago yeah, he has two years left on his five-year deal. He's a free agent after twenty uh, for the tw- after the twenty twenty-two season. He is his base salary is twenty-one twenty-four point one million, and he has a no trade. Uh, so he kind of uh, with that meaning he gets to pick where he goes. Correct. Yep. Which is just going to make it that much harder. So I, I again, San Francisco are probably going to hold on to that asset or not even an asset, just hold on to the position because they have a contract. Uh, and it's expensive. I don't know, $24 million for him? For a great backup? I don't know. I don't I don't see a market for him. And it, uh, God, it, God, it better not be the Patriots. I don't want to see him in, in our uniform going forward. Why? He was uh, he was 2-0, baby. Yeah, that guy can't stay on the field. I, I, I'd, rather, okay? I, I'd, I'd rather have him than Cam Newton. And I defer to no Cam Newton played 15 out of 15 games. He's the only game he missed was because of COVID reasons. So I'd take him. Yeah, no, I'm all set. When's the last time Jimmy's never had 15 games in a season. Well, do you count postseasons? He did. Uh, Regular season. 
never had never played 15 or a full season without being injured or lost for a week or two or a half or whatever it may be. So not interested, not interested in Jimmy G. I don't know why people are like, what, what, why those two games, it was a good team. It was a good team and he just did his job and he got hurt. And then Jacoby Percet came in and just did it just as well. So, and then we won a Super Bowl that year when Tom came back. So I, <laughs> again, had nothing to do with Jimmy G. Yeah. I mean, again, I watched every, you know, every snap. 2019, of his. he went, he was, he was 16. He started all 16 games and went 13, 13 and three. And that was the year they went to the Super Bowl. Yep. Three, 3,900, about 4,000 yards, 27 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. QB rating of 102. QBR, yeah. QBR what? 80s? Uh, QBR uh, 60.8. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not, not impressed for the, the way that team was built and stacked that year. And they came, went to the Super Bowl because of the team and not because of him. That's pretty evident. Those are uh, mediocre numbers under, th- under 4,000 yards and 27 and 12. I don't know. Cam Newton could Cam Newton in his prime was doing better than that. So, well, it's not Cam Newton in his prime. So it's Cam Newton on the back nine or on the 18th green. Like, you know, yeah, I'd could be, but some... so is Jimmy G. <laughs> he's 20. He's not even 30 yet. Yeah, what what's Cam thirty one? I mean, what are you, what are you splitting hairs here with age? Uh, he is right now. He is yeah. He's two. This would he would be thirty this year. And what's Cam thirty one, thirty two? Cam Newton is thirty one. Okay. He's just I'm had, sorry. He he's just had more difficult or bigger injuries than that, uh, that is affecting his throwing arm cam. Like he's uh, more evident. And you're wrong on that stat. Which one? One, two, three, four. He's only thrown more in four years at, at his career. So 2011. So 10 years, four, four times out of that time, he's threw more yards than Jimmy Jane is that one year he's healthy hundred percent. And he he's actually never thrown more than 4,000 yards once. Right. That was my point in a podcast before when he only threw for 2,600 yards last year. I'm like, God, his average is only 32. So 600 yards we're talking about because he missed a game. Not yeah, that again. Again, I'm not I'd rather want someone with a decent uh, a decent shoulder than a bum shoulder or no shoulder at all. Yeah. Okay. So what is Jimmy G's leg stat? What, what is rushing yards? I don't, touchdowns? I don't, don't I, I don't want a right. quarterback. Why not? That doesn't fit the offense. How- you just you, you you just bought bought you just went and signed two 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 pass catching tight ends, two wide receivers that play the you know that that ones an outside as well as ones another slot play to, to to mimic Edelman. You didn't in your in your offensive line is stronger, which is definitely to give him time to throw the ball, like you know. No, I don't. If if I'm the Patriots, you know. You're not, you know, I'm not saying to to re, you know, redo the offense, which I think you should do. You're not, it's not the Brady centric offense that it was, but you know, you had, you saw that Cam had trouble with, you know, learning the playbook and learning the offense, and you know, and you know, they didn't curtail it to him. But again, if 
all your scoring last year literally came from game Newton running touchdowns and from the one yard line. And you literally lost the game in Seattle because of you were so one dimensional. It, but you, isn't that the game that was like his stats were astronomical? Like, wasn't he th- yeah. threw for like 400 oh, yeah. yards? And then, and then, and then that was the end of Cam Newton. He never recovered. Because they never had to play that style of game. And first of all, Seattle had one of the worst passing defenses in the league last year. So Again, everyone, so, 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 so everybody was pat. Like then you just you you just took your own stat against Cambion. Like those are inflated stats. Then like, well, you said it was one dimensional. One dimensional. No, 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 throwing no, no. game. No, 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 no. Like against Seattle, yeah. No, because you're on the one yard line. Instead of opening up your playbook to try to get that one yard line, it automatically went to Cam, who had two of the touchdowns. Like everybody in their on the planet earth saw that line of the cams getting the ball. I sat there screaming at my television. Like, don't run it in cam. Like, what are you doing? And he, he tried to go to the left and there was three Seattle defenders right there. And didn't do an option. Didn't call an audible. Didn't do anything. What could be bad play calling? How is that cams fault? You're the quarterback. If you see something, you're supposed to call an audible. Like if you don't think the play is going to work, call an audible. Like, he did. He got. He got stuffed for loss of yards. Like yeah, but wasn't the play before the series before the touchdown to get closer? Wasn't that the same? Like he ran it in. Like it didn't was he? The do, same like you just play. said, did, right? Didn't he just do that two times before with success? Yes. So sixty-six percent. He's going to run in for a touchdown. Sounds Again, like better odds, man. Yeah, I'm all set with those odds. I don't. I want sixty six percent to score I want a touchdown. Nothing, I uh, the go ahead touch there. It's the end all be all. Like I said, that game was a microcosm of like what that offense was at that point in time, and they never changed it. Cam can't read the blitz. He he's not as mobile as he used to be. He doesn't have a full throwing motion anymore. Like how many balls did he throw at people's feet? How many times did he he threw the game? Tom win, Brady winning? was notorious for that. But here's the here's the funny thing about Tom Brady, when when Tom Brady was here, and ten years older than Cam Newton, they were going to the playoffs and they had winning records. Right, you're but you're comparing Tom Brady and Cam it, Newton. I'm trying it, to compare it, Jimmy G and Cam Newton, not Tom uh, Brady. I want anybody but Cam Newton. ABC, Why? baby. Why? Anybody but Cam. Why? I don't need to see another repeat of last year. I don't need to see it. Why? What? What? What's your big gripe? They he can't... has no throwing. He has no throwing motion. He has no power behind his now, arm. Now, is this what uh, Felger and Maz is telling no. you, James? No. Oh my God, no. Well, I thought you don't see games. What? Don't you watch? Don't you watch New York games? No. I the, well, the Seattle game was a primetime game, and then they play the Bills and the one Jets game, and he threw for four hundred yards. Okay, he the, can't the, throw. Then they play the then they play the Bills twice. What she got through the game losing interception in Buffalo because he couldn't he couldn't pick up the blitz, and then he threw and then he got decimated on Monday Night Football against the Bills, and then they barely beat the Jets two times in a row that they they had to claw into overtime to beat a winless Jets team who was doing everything to lose that game, and the Patriots like no here you go just keep giving them the ball. And then, oh, the, the, you mean the Ravens win? The, the the Ravens win where the Ravens didn't fucking show up? And it was pouring rain out? Yeah, okay. Great. Awesome. 
the defense won that game. That wasn't Cam Newton kept putting the team on his back and pulling him over the finish line. Also, the only person with a passing touchdown was Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers has a better touchdown record, had better touchdown throws than Cam this past who year. Who did he throw it to? Uh, Jacoby Myers didn't throw the Cam. He threw it to, um, wasn't it one to like Ryan Izzo or something like that? Like a freaking tight end. And uh, James, uh, go look it up. I'm pretty sure it was Cam Newton that caught it. Jacoby Myers. Stats. <laughs> or you should just look up receiving Damn. touchdown Cam Newton. One by Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers touchdowns. Jacoby Myers t- passing touchdown two. So, so it was to Rex Burkhead, and it was to 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 Cam Newton on a trick play to help beat the two and fourteen Jets. So Cam caught a touchdown too. Then that last season, huh? Yeah. Still, I don't want him. Okay. Yeah, but your your argument's Jimmy G. I'll take or, Jimmy G. Or you're, over... you're saying anybody? So Stidham. All right, let's put oh, Stidham yeah. in. Let's see how that goes. You know, I, oh, we I, did I, see I, actually. I it was horrible. Um. Yeah, I don't even know what Stidham did to be so far down like the depth chart. Like I had no idea. You mentioned like, it in the last show. I think he took a, sh- a shit on death Yeah, death. like basically. No, like I said, I, I have no when Cam's out there, I have no confidence that he knows what's going on. Like he's not reading the field correctly. Like, you know, we'll see. Let's see. Again, I could be wrong. I have no problem saying I was wrong at the end of the day. I will I will I will stand by my take and tell me I was wrong at the end of the day. If Cam comes out after having a full training camp and having a full preseason and not having to deal with COVID issues and they they have a better record and he plays a lot better than he did this past season, I have no problem saying I was wrong about my initial take on Cam. I have no problem saying that. But what I saw for 15 games I'm all set. He is he has broken down. He is hurt. I don't think he's his shoulder still messed up. Just by watching the way the ball leaves his leaves leaves, it's no longer an overhead pass anymore that he used to do. It's more of like three quarters. And either he's not he, he there's no power behind it, any of that. So I'm hopeful that he's with a quarterback coach or some kind of throwing program in this offseason to make him get better at it, we'll see. Like I said, I have no problem. If he gets the starting job, great, awesome, cool. Let's see what he does. I'm still not – I don't like it. Like, I still think, you know, he's not the future of this team. He's 100% a bridge quarterback, you know. So would you take – you know, would you take Jimmy Garoppolo over there who was was in the offense for four years? And they haven't really changed around Cam to get him back in there to see if he can get the job. Great, awesome. At least that way he can. You know, he throws down. He throws better. He sees the field better. Is he an injury concern? Of course, he is glass. That is what he is. But again, I have more confidence with Jimmy G in the pocket than I do Cam Newton at this point. So, but again, I'm. Last year didn't inst- like I said. If Cam went out and they were nine and eight or nine and seven, 
and they they missed a wild card by a game and every game was competitive and like cam put up stats that were like okay great it's there the patriots the team wasn't good enough to compete with like kansas city baltimore the bills you know the Rams, you know, they, they had a tough schedule last year. I'm not taking any way, anything away from the Patriots. They did have a, one of the harder schedules for the first time in a long time. But, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, you know, and if they came out and it was competitive, but some of those games when Cam was in, they weren't competitive. Like it was nine, you know, it felt like a, Nick Folk got more, you know, was, was scoring half the points, you know, and bad interceptions at bad times. I, I can't blame, you know, when you throw a ball down the sideline to someone who's double covered and the ball ends up short because it doesn't have the mustard that he thinks he has on it and it goes to a Bills cornerback and runs it back because he's dissected the play. Like, that's, you know, Cam not reading the field properly. You know, and he doesn't have the shoulder energy to go that far. So, again, if that means the Patriots need to, to curtail his offense... To, to, to suit him that which I thought they were going to do, but it seems like beginning part of the season, it was still the Tom Brady offense. And then once they, they, they tried to make it a little bit more about Cam, it was, you know, you know, I, I would listen to on the radio in the car. Cause the, the serious package I get, I get the, you know, I get the, uh, if it's a home Patriots game, I get the home broadcast mm-hmm. or if it's the way I get the away broadcast. Um, that's how I listen to majority of the games, you know, and I listen to Scott Zolak too, like in, you know, Bob Sosie, and they're basically saying the same thing. They're trying to really the same thing is like, he, they're just, he's just not seeing the field. So again, if he comes out next year and they go 10 and seven, 11 and six, go for it. Awesome. I feel better. Like that was that he just needed a full year. Great. And, and, and you see a, a, a healthy progression to the next level for him. But I'm hopeful. Like if he is a starting quarterback, build, doesn't get gun shy if they're floundering a little bit and pull him. There's points last season. I was like, dude, like start Stidham over this guy for a game. See what you have from Stidham. Give him the number one offense. Give him the number one reps. And if it doesn't work, throw Cam back in there. At this point in time, Cam, you know, 31 other teams passed on Cam Newton. That's why he was stayed unsigned until July. Like, Again, we'll see. The contract isn't terrible. I think it's $3 million guaranteed at the end of the day. A lot of that stuff's roster bonuses. I, I just... Yeah, the way, I hope the, the way, yeah, the way they drew up his contract this year is really telling in a matter of, hey, you got to get to these plateaus for us even to be a winning ball club. And last year, for, you know, if it, it goes to show you how much money they had this year in free agency because they, they sat on that money. They had thirty million. They had, they the third highest market this year to go get players, and guess what? They got what they wanted. So, in my opinion, if you look back in retrospect, they were punting on the season back in May, man. Yet, no one in the Patriots then wanted to look at it that way. You got to be you got to be upfront and honest with yourself. You got Cam Newton for a million bucks, and this is what you got out on the field: twenty six hundred yards, twenty touchdowns, twenty one touchdowns, and I don't know. A lot of inter, you know turnovers, not only interceptions but fumbles. Like it, it, it wasn't. Costly. It was costly fumble. Like I said, yeah, I but you're only seven and eight. You're only seven and eight. If you're comparing your nine. teams, uh, yeah, seven and nine. But if you're comparing your teams to where they were with, with the money they had going into the free agency market, they were a very close to a five hundred team. Where those other teams were 
actually tanking to trash to get to Lawrence. We weren't. We never were. We were still trying to win. And the fact that we got seven wins as a Patriots fan, you should probably be pissed off about that. You should have probably done worse. But because he had Cam, you didn't. That's my point. He actually won seven games for you too, man. Can't have it both ways. If he was that bad, he still was worth seven wins. Now with it, like you just said, another year, more weapons, because last year's team was fucking trash. Not just the QB. The team was trash. I mean, half of our defense, you know, not half, but there was a few players on defense, which creates problems for the offense to move the ball. No confidence. Bad field position many of times. And again, yeah, there was a lot of decision-making, bad things that were happening. Could have been his his arm mobility or whatever you you, you want to call it, but uh, throwing in the dirt is a common thing in Patriots land for the last 10 years. And the fact that 12 interceptions, yeah, the ratio sucked. They're not great, but we still rush. He still rushed for six, 700 yards and 12 touchdowns. So I'm like, that was making up for some of those lackluster passes. A hundred percent. And like you said, and everyone, you know, the, the narrative too coming from that, that, that season was our, our receiver sucked and Edelman got hurt. So Edelman being our outlet of being that slot guy for cam wasn't available for us. Now you have a, now you have two tight end set. that's going to have a lot of over the middle and dump off passes. Maybe that's all cam's arm can do right now, but then you got a lot of yak coming your way with those big guys. And yeah, but we still I mean, have, for, and Nelson Aguilar is another guy who's just going to be in the flats with, for, it, for, for me, it's, you didn't lose a lot last off season. You lost Tom Brady and, and it just, it just showed what, how many wins he could curtail because you didn't lose any offensive weapons on your offensive last year, on your, on your offense last year. None, none. You didn't, you lost Tom Brady and you lost an offense you, you, and you lost Ted Karras. That was it. And he was a backup tight end, a backup, you know, a backup lineman. All your losses came on your defensive end. Who'd you okay. lose? Who was the big loss? It was Tom Brady. Like at the end of the day, that's what it was. Your defense, you lost more in your defense due to COVID opt-outs and free agent left, uh, free agents, free agency than anything else. I'm yeah, so, Tom, the, so Tom Brady's worth what? Four or five wins. Is that what you're saying? Cause that's literally what happened with Tampa Bay and they won a super bowl with them. So he, if, if that would, they went 12 and five. So yeah, five wins. Cause they were 12 and five the year before 12 and uh, 12 and four, the, uh, 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 and the, when they won, they went to the wild card and lost to the Titans. So they were 12 and 12 and four or 11 and five. So four to five wins. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And then it, obviously you can see that when he went to Tampa, they then won four more wins and a super bowl to boot. Yep. So technically it was seven wins. So yeah, just, he's that good. So I don't, the argument there is yeah. Tom Brady following issues. I don't care who you put in, in his spot. New England would have shellacked whoever it was. So I don't know why Cam Newton's the, you know, the, the, uh, pin cushion here. Uh, cause it's you're the quarterback. Okay. Coming after Tom Brady. Come on, it's a man. It's a, it's a quarterback centric league. Great. And we had uh, an ex MVP and a guy that had 21, 22 total touchdowns and over 3000, to- uh, uh, offensive yards. Like I, 
I don't know what your argument is here. That other than his arm probably is like a noodle. Arm noodle can't read the field, and like I said, he had bad bad decision making in critical times. Yeah, because you're comparing him to Tom Brady. That's not sad part. Sad part is anybody coming to New England. That's a big what ass shadow. What it, exactly? My point on uh, but again, James, for, way to go, for, way to get there. But way for to me, get there. But here's the thing. Again, former MVP. Don't you think you should have won more than seven games? No, I don't. I think. Well, you're. Just I watched. Like you... I watched every game. No, that team was, dude. The Patriots were awful, man. Not Cam Newton. The Patriots were awful. Like I said, anybody but Cam. <laughs> Name one guy, Jimmy G. That's your guy. That's that's who we want to hook your coattails to right now. Um, I would love name, them. To name another up. free agency that would be worth a damn up here right now. I would love for them to trade uh, uh, for Minshew. What? You watched him play? Yeah. You want to talk about bad decision making? Uh, well, well, the Jags Holy are bad. Team. But 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 according oh, to your argument, it's not a quarterback. That's what I'm saying not, about. But hey, that's what I'm saying about anybody, the Patriots. They were a bad but, team. But at least at least Minshew can throw, throw the ball downfield. To who? Uh, what I'll, team I'll, is he throwing it to? Let's let's. I'll take I'll take him. I will take Alex Smith. Awful pick. Awful. Uh, Alex, talk about back nine of careers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who else? Come on. This is this uh, is wonderful. This is wonderful. Yeah, Alex Smith. Um. If, hey, fuck! If they draft a quarterback in the first round, throw him in there. Like you get Mac Jones. <laughs> you want to be see bad decision making. <laughs> Mac what? Jones. Did you watch him play in Alabama with five guys that are going to go in the first round? Yep, and both so on the he. line and receiving. No, anybody but Cam. Okay. And I'm saying all the ones you just said are all garbage. So Sam, I, I'll take I, I, I would, I would trade for. Uh, I'll take. Uh, I'll take an ex MVP over all of those guys. Yeah, an ex MVP who wilted in the Super Bowl. So against <laughs> against the Denver Broncos defense that I don't know won that game. Talk about who, what quarterback played better in that game, Peyton. Yeah. Mm. He had two. He had two touchdowns. <laughs> Okay. I mean, again, like I said, two touch can't fumble the ball and didn't dive on the ball when they needed it. They did to stop a turnover. I'm sorry. Like it's the biggest game of your career to that point. You're literally have a chance to go and tie the game. If you recover that fumble and he fumbles the ball, the ball fumbles in front of him. Kim looks at it and doesn't die for it. I don't get, I don't care. I don't care. You are an M you are an, you are the, League MVP that day, your team has a sh- chance to win the Super Bowl, and you at that point you have to lay everything on the line. You're not going to die for a fumble. What? When? What was the final score of that game? Uh, what they win by two touch, two scores. I I I don't remember. I'm I guess ask the Google machine. I thought it was a shellacking, man. I didn't. I, I didn't. Th- I didn't think it was that two, close. Yeah, it was twenty-four to ten. Two touchdowns. Twenty-four to ten. Yep. Now, but was it like completely? Like, did they score late? Uh, Carolina. So, so it was seven. It was. Uh, it was seventeen. It was thirteen to seven at half. One score a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was 
at the end of three, it was 16-7. Still not an insurmountable odds. Mm-hmm. And then and then they fumbled, and then then it was uh touchdown with a two-point conversion and for Denver in a th- field goal for Carolina in the fourth. So that's where you got And what point. when did that uh non-recovery fumble happen? Third quarter? Uh or earlier in the game? Uh, I guess see. my my point is I, I don't think that was the reason why they lost. I don't know why that's a big fucking deal. Other than you just want to see a guy jump on the ball, like okay. Uh, do 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 do. Yep, yeah. Forty four fifty one left in regulation. Carolina got the ball on their own twenty four yard line with a chance to mount a game winning drive, and soon faced a third and nine. On the next play, Miller again stripped the ball away from Newton, and after several players dove for it, it took a long bounce backwards and was covered by Ward. Uh, I'm. I'm that was fourth quarter that happened. Yep. Newton so they recovered, and, and at that point they scored to make it like they couldn't even – they were now out of the game completely, right? Correct, yeah. But again, okay. they, at that point in time, they were still – they were in they, – they were, in, they were, they were in, down by two the two scores. Yeah, but I no, they were down by one at that time. It was 451 oh, it was a game-winning drive. So it was 17-10, you said? Uh, yeah, it was 17-10. No, it was 16 – it was 16 – yeah, it was – yeah. 17 10, it was uh, 16 10 so game oh, winning so, drive so they scored and got a two point conversion to go yeah. up 24 to go yep. up two scores okay yep yeah right here and it says uh Verzego showed him that he had a decent probability of recovering it if he dived into the attempt Newton has instead hesitated and tried to drop on top of the ball which failed Yeah, uh, Newton went 18 of 20, 18 of 41 with 265 with one receptions and two fumbles. Yeah, I, I remember the defense, uh, Denver defense was fucking crazy. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, Von Miller was out of everywhere. Should everywhere. have been, the, should have been the MVP of that game. I think he was the MVP of that game. Oh, wasn't, wasn't it was Peyton. just, it was just Peyton. All right. It was Peyton's last game. All right. Then, yes, he probably did get the MVP. Because uh, he played, he, he yeah, played Von out Miller. of his, yeah. He yep, played and the Panthers line. were favored by five and a half. Yeah, because everyone kind of everyone kind of knew that Peyton was was not exactly where he and, should and, be. and the Panthers were fifteen and one that season. They almost had the perfect season. They lost, I think they got their first loss in like week six, sixteen or something like that. Yeah, that was late, and that would and that was his MVP season, right? You're mm-hmm. saying what year I was remember, that? That was. 2015. Wow. That was a long time ago. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, 2015. Yeah, the game was in 16, but the season was 2015. Yeah, he was, so he's only like 25, 26 years old at that point. Correct. Yeah, so like I said, I, I'm not. Come on, Cap. Um, but like, like I said, if that's the can we can get back, I'm all for it. If for $3 million, that's great. But like I said, the expectations that he's going to get anywhere near that is, is non-viable. Like I said, I mean, if the pages have a bet, like this also comes with the Patriots being like, what do you want to be as a team? How do you want the team to be in the future? 
because Cam isn't your future. No, it, it, obviously, so the, obviously he, you mentioned before, he's probably some kind of bridge. And I'm just saying, well, that's fine because he's a stopgap. But I'm telling you what what else is better out there? And it's not not much. I'd rather have a no, second but, year Cam than a first year Minshew. <laughs> Good God. But that's here, horrible. But, but my, my my thing too is is with like say Minchu. I'll take I'll use Gary Minchu. I'd, but also, and, and, and I'm going to rephrase that my my statement. Either you can't be a win now team and not invest in that position, and Cam is not an investment in that position. So either you got to be bad for two to one or two years to to get where you need to be to get the assets to get a quarterback you want to move the team forward with. So it's like, I, I don't know what they want to be. Like Robert Kraft said, we're, we're spending all this money to invest, to win, to kind of go back to where you are. If it takes two years, again, I think it's pretty it simple. Their team's going to be defensive oriented defense running, which again, that's what won them 20, the, the two, the couple of the first three Super Bowls in the mm-hmm. early 2000s. But again, you had Tom Brady. Again, it was a younger Tom Brady who wasn't to where he was now. Still was enough confidence with the ball to do what needed to be done. I don't see that confidence with Cam. Again, yes, he and, and I'm not going to take his accolades away from him. But, you know, either you got to be, you know, defense, run the ball, you know, and be a game manager. But I don't even see Cam Newton as a game manager. I just see Cam Newton out there being Cam Newton because he's never really been a game manager. That's always been one of his critiques against him. So would I trade to get a Sam Darnold from the Jets? Yes. You know, because maybe there's something there and that the Jets haven't fully ruined him. Yeah, it's called ghosts. So, well. Let's get a guy who sees ghosts. Yeah, that sounds great too. Fully admits he doesn't know what the fuck he's seeing out there. But again, I'll take Sam Darnold over of three years and grow him and mature him. But again, I don't see Cam Newton being that even that mentor to a, a player like that. No. So again, it's it, it's, it's, won't it's, be. it's the it's what do the Patriots want to do moving forward? And that's my concern. They don't what he's to. what he's going to do is create a because his work ethic that what he came into last year was one of the biggest things anyone in the Patriots locker room said. First one in, last one out. Guy worked his ass off. As far as athletically gifted and all that, that's all he he's there as that kingpin to just teach, you know, or, or to not even teach, but say, this is how you got to do it when you get to this level. As far as mentor of how to throw down and read defenses, I don't think that's the guy. That's what you got Josh Daniels for, and that's 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 fine. I agree with you that 14th pick, right? Is very 15. 15th pick is going to be very influential of what this team wants to do long-term. If they invest in a lineman, which is okay. Cause that, that could be a long-term thing. Uh, or are they going to go defense, which I think they've already pretty much solidified. I think we're good on defense. I think we're, they put together a package on paper and if, you know, based on some of the things that they, you know, other defenses with these players ran, very gifted individuals. We had, we had one of the best secondaries, if not the best secondary in the league last year. Now with a pass rush, it's going to create a lot of more opportunities for that offense to thrive. 
better field and position. I hope it does. And I hope it does. Like, again, I want the Patriots to be good. I don't. It but that's suck. what the team is. You asked. I'm answering that question. Yeah. It's it's going to be defensive oriented. And now you just need a QB. And I believe Cam is, out of all the names you said, is totally capable of moving the ball, moving the chains, and getting some scores. That's okay. about it. And we'll see what happens with that. So, but with that, guys, um, with the fantastic me getting yelled at by Jay uh, about my <laughs> my takes again, um, you know, that's what the name of the show should be, yell at James about his takes. Um, anyway. No, no, no. Wait, hold on. We got we got 10-minute segment here. If you want to talk some hockey, let's talk about the Mighty Ducks game changer. You can't. You have, you have to go. You have uh, 2 o'clock. We got 10 minutes, man. I, I, this is what the topic I wanted to bring up the whole time, man. Did what? you watch? Did you watch Game Changers? No, I've been watching. I've been watching Falcon and Winter Soldier. Boo! This is a sports podcast, James, and you're watching fucking. This Fantasy isn't a sports Island? podcast. It is a podcast where we talk about stuff. We've <laughs> just been sports centric because. Yeah, and here I am wanting to talk about hockey. Mighty Ducks, no. man. The only hockey I give a shit about. Oh wow! The fantasy stuff. The little kids playing, and the, and the moms complaining about how. Uh, how coaching and 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 how how much pressure there are on the kids out there for sports it's fantastic mm-hmm. you got to watch it all right so that's your uh that's your pick uh, it's on my list to watch like i said i've been i've been watching solar opposites on hulu um and i've been watching falcon and winter soldier so and then trying i'm i'm powering through justice league um the 4 hour version so <laughs> The uh, and then there was another on Netflix. Uh, I watched a movie on Friday that just came out by Eric Andre. Bad Trip. It's kind of like Dumb and Dumber meets Borat. Oh so, yeah, I'm like, I, I mean, what, what, wasn't that supposed to come out in theaters like two years ago or something like that? Like yeah, it was, and it just got released to to Netflix. So I watched it I'm on Friday. Uh, Laugh my ass off. It was great. Um, Kong comes out on Wednesday. That's what I'm looking for. What Kong was it? Versus, Kong versus Godzilla. Now do you have to buy it? Uh, no, I have HBO Max, so I get it for free. Got it, got it. Yeah, I don't, I don't have Max, so I won't be able to watch that. I, is that the only way to watch it? Like, can you watch or it through like theaters. Amazon? Oh, in theaters. So, yeah, movie theaters in New York are opening on Friday, so. Yeah, I feel like I think I'm going to a movie with Andreas in like April with Jackie's dad, like that side of the family. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I don't we like rented out the whole theater. So it's just like the 10 of us or something. And Oh, nice. Yeah. Camille can't make it through 30 minutes of anything. So she just, she's not invited. Oh, <laughs> so, oh it, she is, but she, she, I don't know. I don't want to be the parent running after her through a movie theater the whole two so hours with, uh, with, uh, with the weekend, um, with Easter coming up this weekend, any plans? My parents are coming up. They're coming up Thursday night. So uh, we're going to just spend time with them and be at home. Uh, that's kind of it. You know, not, not, not doing much, not going out and um, probably have some kind of Easter egg hunt for the kiddos and let my, my parents spoil the hell out of them. And maybe fingers crossed we, you know, Jackie and I can go on a, date night and leave the kids at home with the grandparents and we'll have a night another night to ourselves again which is that would be two and three weeks it's pretty amazing <laughs> so go fuck yourself <laughs> I, I was waiting yes. for that <laughs> i was waiting for that <laughs> i mean jen haven't had a date night in 18 a months 
18 minutes. Oh, yeah. Even before uh, Harrison. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. We, we've had two date nights uh, since Harrison was born. That was our anniversary, which was like two weeks. Our one year anniversary was like two, like two months after Harrison was born. And we went to Bears, Bears for dinner. And nice. down we in South, to, South Windsor or yep, Hartford? Yep. No, South Windsor. And then we went to MGM Grand for like an hour. Um, so That's we were right. gone maybe two hours tops and then got Harrison and drove home. And then when we went in with a bit, when my dad and Mar watched the kids at your house, that was the, that was the last date night we had. Now, would you do that night? Was that that we night? To, no, we went, to, we were supposed to go see a movie, but we ended movie. up just going to MGM. And then we met up with a couple of my friends there and hung out with them and had a couple drinks. And so what did we do? You guys went out, you guys went out to dinner. I don't know. You weren't with us and you didn't invite us. So, well no it's funny it's like how is that a thing like i remember well, the time when you came by but then i was like you went to do your own thing we went to do our own thing yeah no yeah huh. cause we, we, we were gonna go to dinner at the casino and jen was like i don't want that and so we i think we just ended up getting like a couple lobster rolls at like the seafood place there now um when was that how long ago was it was well, that over I the think, summer i think that was like february of last year Oh my God. Oh, so was we, that Jackie's birthday then? I don't, fuck, dude, I don't know. Like, we, my dad was like, we're watching Camille and Andreas at Jay's house, Jay and Jackie's house. We'll bring Harrison over there. And I think that was the first time they actually got to like play with Harrison. And mm-hmm. that we, that was that first interaction. Uh, but yeah, no, that was, that, that was our last, like, Jen's taken like half days here, days here. Like, we've been mm-hmm. like, had like day trips and stuff, but we haven't sure. gone like out to dinner um, at all. So I don't think you were missing too much during COVID, right? But it'd still know, be nice but, to be with your significant other without a kid lashed on to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because even the kid sleeps in the bed with us because our life is what it is. <laughs> he sleeps for like two hours and the, the cats sleep more in the crib than this child does. Nice. Um, so, you know, um, we love hanging out. We love the child, but it's like, you know, we can't, you know, we need a like night to ourselves. Like, oh, no, it's just. You do. I can so. hear. I can hear it. You, you. You need to escape for twenty-four to forty-eight hours. So we're gonna. Uh, that's gonna be a. Hey, Dad. Guess what? I don't give a shit. You're watching my child. Like, we're already. I'm, uh, we're down the street. Well, no, no it's gonna be. School. We're gonna be like. Here's all the IOUs because you guys want to see this child and want to spend all this time with him. And I'm gonna. Me, I don't care if me and Jen stay at the fucking casino, like at the hotel. Like we need a mm-hmm. night in a bed without a child. Like Jen, like Robin is due in fucking three months. Like, right. you, and then you, it, the clock restarts. Clock, yeah. Uh-huh. So, Good luck, my man. <laughs> we're we're getting on the other side of that. Where uh, they're the kids are actually starting to sleep a little bit more, and it's like, oh man. Now, you know, soon enough, they're going to be teenagers and they're never, never want to be with us again. But Oh, uh, yeah. Logan just turned 13. He's a ah, that's right. I saw that. I saw that so, that post he had. Yeah. No, it's he got he got spoiled. He got to do TV for his room. And all yeah, so we, we never got around to our baseball talk. We spent a lot of time on the Patriots. I guess when we go on rants, man, we just I, we just go on them. So, uh, we, so can't, uh, we can't we can't provide a show with with a format. No, <laughs> we, we just, can't. We just got to go. No. Nope. Uh, all right. So so who do you have one in the National League? San Diego, we'll San Diego, American League, Yankees, World Series, San Diego. Okay, I have San Diego. A, I have 
Uh, I have Yankees as well. Uh, and I have San Diego winning as well. Oh, wow. Look at us. See that? Unprompted. And I mean, I, again, before the show started, I did do some research. Relax. I, I, I just, but there's something about San Diego and some of the moves that they made with Snell. And I, and I think what they're doing right now. And what was that? And they got Darvish. Right. And I think what they're doing right now, like, cause it's spring season it, and they're playing possum, right? Both the Yankees, everybody, Dodgers, whatever. There's some teams that are up at the top that I'm just like, ah, I don't have any faith. Like Miami Marlins. Are they really like, they're, 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 they're the number one team in pre or uh spring ball. I mean, is that a thing? Yeah. I mean, whoever wins spring training normally does not win the world series. No, I, I think. Right. But I'm saying, is this a, is this a legitimate thing? Like, I don't know. I, I mean, they went to the playoffs last year, but again, it was COVID shortened season, but you mm-hmm. know, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I have the Braves. I think the Braves are gonna be really good again. Yeah. I, I got to stick the, to my I think the, the Phillies. Mets, I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. still pam, pound my chest for the Phillies. Go into a Phillies game on May 6th. Yeah, that's right. At, at uh, Citizens Bank Park. Good. Yep. It's going to be great, man. I can't wait. I've never been to, that's one of the stadiums I haven't been to. Chickies um, and Pete's. Chickies and Pete's. Uh, yeah. So we got that. And then we, uh, I got uh, Yankees winning the East. I have the White Sox winning the Central. Um, I have the A's winning the West. And the two wild cards are going to be, uh, it's going to be the Indians and the Red Sox. I have the Red Sox. Oh, okay. I was going to say, where, where did the Red Sox fall in all this? Um, but I think they're going to barely get in. I think they're going to get in by literally by like, they'll find out if they're in or not in the last week. And then in the NL, I have, um, Dodgers. I, I mean, I have the Dodgers out west. I actually I have, I have the Dodgers as the wild card in San Diego Ooh. as the division winner. Um, and then I have the Brewers and the Brewers winning the Central. And, and in the East, I have the Mets winning the East with oh. the Braves getting the other wild card. Got it. Um, so you and, like some of the moves the Mets have been making because, you know, yeah. and then Lindor and you, you kind of like. I think Lindor is going to be really good. I, I mean, they have probably one of the best starting three in the league. And, pitching. Pitching. Yeah. Uh, then they have Pete, uh, they have Pete Alvison, um, Alfonso. Who's Alfonso, real, yeah really good you know and it's a young team and they have a good bullpen we'll see what happens like i said it's the mets and it's the mets Um, it's like saying the jets are gonna win they it's just like what all right we'll see what happens like i said i'm more curious what's gonna happen with the all-star game there's i mean major league baseball is threatening to move it out of atlanta um dude everything's going on down there so Mm -hmm. you know if they're not gonna change the law we'll hurt them at their wallets basically and i'm all for Mm -hmm. that so but with that, guys, this does wrap up another fantastic episode of It's Go Time with Jay and James. We had a hard two o'clock out, but Jay wanted to continue the conversation. So if his kid's screaming, blame Jay. Um, with that, to keep they're, they're sleeping about, right now, so it's okay. Okay, I, that's why I get a I, I I bought some time. So okay, so with that, you know, Jay, where do you like to get your freshly ground coffee? I go to getdeadly.com, my friends. You gotta, you gotta listen to our, our promotion in the beginning of the show with our lovely host, James saying, man, I just want to sit on my butt and order coffee online. Right. That's, that's, the, that's, that's all you got to do. Got people. You don't even have to go to a store, look at people, masks, nothing. You know, you don't, you don't have to deal with any of that nonsense. Who, who wants to deal with that just to get exactly. a cup of coffee? Not me, so, not this guy. Yeah. 
and they still have their Easter uh, chocolate scream, uh, chocolate scream or egg scream coffee is out. Mm. So definitely check that out. Any orders over fifty dollars or more gets free shipping. So go over to getdeadly.com and tell them that the Dorkening sent you. With that, go to thedorkening.com for all your podcast needs. Over thirty podcasts up there, including Super Retro Throwback Reviews, the, the Loudest Sports Show, Throwback Thursday, the flagships the dorkening still talking with and a bunch of other awesome podcasts out there. So check that out. Uh, and also check out another one of our sponsors, hellfire radio, where they stream episodes of all the podcasts every night to so check out what it's up. I believe our episodes stream on their radio station every Monday. Um, so check out last week's episode and we'll go from there with that. Stay safe, stay safe, be mindful and have a wonderful, happy, safe Easter. Mm-hmm. Um, and next time we join, we'll have probably we'll have our national. Nope. We'll have a, we'll have our brackets officially done Yeah, uh, and we'll go from there. So everybody, have I, a think, great I think James, you're winning that. I think you I gotta, you, you got Michigan as your dark, you know, like I was shitting on them and <laughs> here they are just trugging along. Alabama got bounced last night, so yeah, that's okay. I UCLA didn't think Alabama. is making a run for it. Yeah, I shellacked Houston, and they're 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 making me eat my words as well. <laughs> Goes to show oh, you. Yep. Goes so with that, you. with that, guys, have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. And again, shoot us up, uh, and we go from there. Thank you. Have a good day, yeah, guys. Peace out. Bye.